Hi everybody, it's uh, back to school time. What do I mean? Well, it's really back to school and student loan time. Uh, I did a um, video for you about how to handle student loan debt, private student loan debt. And I'm of the very supported position that that's just nothing more than a debt buyer's dream of uh, hoping that you'll take it more seriously than you should. And that was the basis of my lawsuit, again, uh, how to handle a lawsuit with student loan debt. Now I'm going to be more specific about something that's filed over 800,000 of these lawsuits and has been the subject of all sorts of federal uh, lawsuits also itself and uh, government uh, review. They're in a bit of a pickle that one of the administrations that came in sort of took them out of. Um, this goes back and forth about how NCSLT or National Collegiate Student, Student Loan Trust has a right to pursue people that did take a loan from a couple of banks. So way back when in the 2005, if we will, four or five, a bunch of banks got together and they created the same system that I talk about with mortgage-backed securities. They got as many loans from students as they could, packaged them up in a huge trust, placed them in a trust, sold them to bondholders, and now this stuff just gets parceled around, uh, fill in your own, gets passed around like a, fill in your own blank there, I'm not gonna say it's a family show, um, but this is what you're going to learn today about a National Collegiate Student Loan Trust lawsuit. They are mere debt buyers. If even that, I, I always discard the value of a debt buyer lawsuit. Think 10 times less than that and you have a private loan being sued upon by National Collegiate Student Loan Trust uh, that is just holding whatever's left uh, of the tattered remnants of these large private student loan trusts that have long gone, long since just gone away. Uh, the actual company that guaranteed, because it wasn't government backed, it's private student loan, the actual company that guaranteed all this stuff would be paid off if you and I defaulted, went bankrupt itself. And so one of the documents you're going to look at today will show that company and we'll talk to you what that means. So I'm going to give you a lawsuit look um, and I'll put it right on the screen for you. Not right now. Um, when you hear me say Shazam, <laughs> that's when the stuff comes up. So, but I think actually applying a lawsuit helps hopefully your understanding in your own defense in no matter what jurisdiction you are, and whatever the jurisdiction you're in, so another thing, I had to keep reminding myself to look at the camera. Whatever jurisdiction you're in, use this as a guide and research and education and entertainment. You can watch it all my weird, I, you know, I watch my own videos, and the ticks and the this and the this. I'm gonna try not to do what I just said I did. Um, <laughs> I had actually pat myself on the back how much better I've gotten as far as the OCD and things like that. And then I watched my videos and I go, oh my God, what a mess. 
Hopefully you can look beyond that and use the helpful information that again is for information and research. I'm not your attorney. If you're Michigan and Florida, give me a shot. Maybe I could be good for you. I'm calling BS on everything National Collegiate Student Loan Trust. Do they exist? Go look for them. There's no brick and mortar, which isn't really a good analysis or assessment if someone exists anymore. But way back when, when I was filing class actions against these guys, they didn't have it then, pre-COVID. So uh, who is the puppet master? It has been for a long time a company called Transworld Systems. As of this date, they've probably changed their name a couple of times or way they do things. They use basically the same law firms in each state. And then when some jerk like me gets real serious with counterclaims and class actions, they bring in a big uh, law firm. I think they're out of New Orleans. There we go. There's that first tick. I gotta be careful about that. So here is the proof that they have to pursue you. At least that's what I'm going to show you. I'm going to put it on the um, screen now. All the good proof that supports their cases. Here we go. There isn't anything. <laughs> now, there is a paperwork that they attach to their lawsuits. Um, the first thing you're gonna see, uh, I should do this so I don't screw it up, is National Collegiate Trust document saying we're doing what we are allowed to do because we say we are allowed to do it signed by us. And um, just to identify, I am now gonna put it on the screen, uh, National Collegiate Trust. Remember that word or words, uh, the letters NCT. All right, so it's a letter from 11.3.14, basically telling you all that uh, US Bank is a subservicer and who, has the right to pursue people through trans world systems at the time. Uh, yet, later on, you're going to see that with their complaint, they also give you a document called a uh, pooling and servicing agreement that specifically says we're assigning all this debt to U.S. Bank. So you see U.S. Bank in this first sheet, the National Collegiate Trust on the screen, uh, dated 11-3-14, says that U.S. Bank is a special servicer. Well, you can't be an owner and a servicer, but if you look in the assignment documentation, article or section 12 of the pooling and service agreement, it specifically says NCSLT, last thing they do, they pass it on to U.S. Bank, so they're the owners but now they're saying they're the services and they call U.S. Bank an indenture trustee. That's who's being assigned the debt by NCSLT. OMG. Anyway, so now they're claiming they're a subservicer. So the fiction and the fun starts. You're being sued by a fictional company with fictional uh, proofs, fictional pleadings, the law firm is real, but some of these law firms I dealt with in these cases, they do need a reality check. I'm seeing how I'm doing that. Anyway, um, the claims that you will face if you took one of these 
original bank loans from Bank One, JP Morgan, some bank in Rhode Island, a whole bunch of Charter One Bank that somehow made it into the hands of this company 15 years later. Uh, all the claims have long since gone. But that doesn't stop the one or two law firms in this uh, state and other states filing 800,000 of these laws suits. There's probably a lot more than that. Uh, because we're all honorable people, we know we took this loan out. Again, you did not take this loan from NCSLT. And as I always preach in my other videos, because it's true, use their own paperwork against them. A typical lawsuit, uh, I'm going to put it up on the screen now. Oh, it's supposed to say Shazam, Shazam. Is it on there? Okay. Um, I don't even have a green screen. Um, you will see uh, a, a, a nothing complaint that's generally filed. And in number four, to prove that they were assigned the debt, NCSLT, they say this contract was duly assigned in the normal cause of business to plaintiff. I don't know if you can say so little, in so little, so innocuously. There's just no there there, quote someone from California. Um, they have a pool supplement. Uh, let's put the pool supplement on the screen. And you can see the first paragraph, all these different entities that are claiming to at one time owned, owed, owned the debt that you owed this debt to, there's going to be a depositor, an originator, bank, I think in this case it's JP Morgan, um, but they're all the same, the paperwork's all the same. Interesting to note, National Collegiate Student Loan Trust, which is how it's written against you in any lawsuit, their name is actually THE National Collegiate Student Loan Trust. As I've said in the past, if GM wanted to sue you and they just put the M, would you just say it must be them? No, you have to, that's, a, that's a corporate rule 101. You have a certain name to separate yourself from others and to lay title to that name before anybody else comes in. So you gotta have the full name, man. Anyway, these shadowy companies that are listed in that pool supplement or equity funds have long since gone. I, when I depose, or I used to depose what was left of Transworld System, they don't know who did half this stuff. The deposit and sale agreement, boom, shazam, I'm gonna get this right, shows that NCSLT at section 12, just look at the sections 12, titled assignment, says specifically, we're passing all the rights, title, and interest of the debt to the indenture trustee. If you look at, what we can do this quickly, definitions, definitions. If you look at your, oh, if you look at your deposit and sale agreement, article two definitions, the indenture trustee is the US bank. So the US bank that's mentioned in that first sheet being a mere subservicer is really a, the owner of these debts and would not not only not service itself or subservice, in other words, sent out the servicing to somebody else who then sent it back to the subservicer itself, meaning U.S. Bank. You can't be all those things and wear that many hats 
in a financial business when it comes to chain of title when passing this contract. So I hope that's not a bit too much. So don't let NCSLT let you think for a second that you own this debt. Excuse me, that NCSLT owns this debt. You certainly don't owe it to them. They can't even put their name on the pleadings. In fact, if you look at the pleadings, Shazam, the lawsuit, you'll see they don't even mention the client's name in their own complaint, just a form document, and it's all form and BS. They attach what they call a Rasta. I'm gonna put it up on the screen, Rasta, oh, Shazam. <laughs> and that'll show you that National Cleveland Student Loan Trust, this case, it was a 2006 debt. I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> biggest bull. They list the different banks and things. You're paying a Terry fee, fee to borrower. What, why am I telling you that? There's a reason. Um, remember that. <laughs> so remember National Clean Trust, just those three names, and the Terry guarantee fee. So this roster on the screen Believe it or not, in spite of all the law, doesn't matter what state you're in, requiring you must have somebody signing as an assignor and as an assignee, dates and certified signatures. They say this roster is proof one that they own the debt, that that is an assignment from the bank to NCSLT. Forgetting all the other people in the chain of title that are not there, they will then look to the deposit and sale agreement and the pooling and service agreement when they're tongue in cheek telling the judge they have a right to own this debt. Uh, but it has to be all encompassed in the same form and this Rasa doesn't even have a signature, but that's what they focus on. I think, I think they're out laughing themselves, like, like, okay, let's see if we can get a court to believe this. No, 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 this is the assignment. We're going to tell them it's the assignment. No, I got a better thing. We'll tell them the guy that owns it, owns it, even though there are our own paperwork says we gave it to somebody else who we're then going to claim is a subserver of itself once removed. No, 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 I got a, I've got a better story. Have a lawsuit filed that doesn't identify anything or anyone and we name it improperly. Bob, you're so funny. That's the best. Anyway, I'm imagining that's what happened when they wrote this lawsuit with this proof. I suspect that isn't what happened. They will testify, though, that the Rasta that has no form of an assignment, which is required in a chain of title, you'll see if you add up the equity funds and the companies, there's about six companies all claiming if they're not depositors or originators, they're assignors. Uh, it's quite a mess which you can take advantage of to win your case. There is a loan financial activity form. Boom, that's Shazam. That's just telling you what they claim shows that you, uh, you owe the debt to NCT. Now, why do I say NCT and why do I keep saying that to you? As I look through my paper, I'm totally unprepared. Because, uh, let's put up... Um, 
the what's called uh, the loan financial activity on the screen. If I didn't already do the Shazam, you can see to hmm, let me just look at this. It's the owner is NCT, but I thought the owner was National Collegiate Student Loan Trust, not National Collegiate Trust. By the way, those are two separate entities. I don't have to explain corporate law or any other trust law to you. They are, if they said we are NCSLT, maybe. But anyway, also look on the other side, guarantors, Terry. Remember I said, who's Terry? You paid a fee to Terry. Terry, because this was not government-backed, these are private student loans, was a company that guaranteed whoever gave these loans out, the banks, they'd be paid if something went wrong. Something went wrong because Terry went belly up. So in bankruptcy court, but by the way, when just because you're in bankruptcy court doesn't mean you have nothing. It just means your debts are more overwhelming than what you have. So there's still money there to pay what you and I have paid, and maybe we have a claim against Terry in the bankruptcy, but I digress. Um, how do I know that Terry, even though they're supposedly bankrupt, paid this debt off anyway? I suspect, because if you look at the loan financial activity on the screen again, you can see that the person owed 24000 and then zero. Well, that's your insurance payment. You paid this Terry money to ensure that you would be backed and insured if something went wrong. They took your money and it appears to say zero. So when you bring this up to National Collegiate Student Loan Trust, who you would then again have said, this was attached to the lawsuit, Your Honor, they'll say, eh, that's just showing paperwork and technically accounting. There's all these things. I think this is part of the joke too. I've got a great idea. This is what they're saying in the basement again. We're gonna show accounting paper that shows the, the debtor doesn't owe the debt, and then we'll still win. Here it is. Um, <laughs> Just because Terry went bankrupt, when and how much, it's not your problem. You paid your fee. This thing was charged off. By the way, by the way, those of you that don't know what a charge off is, it's where after six months of delinquency, there's another waiting period where a company that owns your debt will just charge it off against income coming in. So that company makes a certain amount of money under the IRS rules. So in this case, this person doesn't owe $24,000. A, a large part of that was written off and used. Um, <laughs> there's some tax stuff here, but I'm not gonna go that way. But they claim the person owes $24,000, even though their own paperwork says zero. So anyway, whoever owns the debt, NCT, me, you. Um, may, I think the indenture trustee maybe does U.S. Bank. Um, you're going to see maybe down the road some weird litigation where all these companies have just been sitting on the sidelines while debts are being settled. Maybe come back in and go, hey, what about us? I can see that happening when, if things get really bad economically and the banks are looking 
for money. Insurance companies are losing money right now, looking for new ways to take money from people. Banks are always in the market. This may be one of those ways of doing that. But NCSLT does not own your debt. There's just no proof. Their own proof, as I always preach in other cases, just look to their proof. That's all you need. You don't really need to do discovery. I always do just to poke around while I'm in there and get some good information for you. Um, lastly, you're going to see attached to the lawsuit. All these things are usually attached to the lawsuit or you get them quickly in discovery. The loan payment history. I got this right now. Shazam. And that's just their made up belief. I'm going to say they, by the way, National Collegiate Student Loan doesn't exist. They're not doing any of this. It's either Transworld or whoever they are now and a company called AES. If you're watching this and you have private student loans, you know who AES is. They're way screwed up. The beauty, in my opinion, just going on depositions and watching NCSLT representatives, if you will, unsure of what's going on. And that's important because the documents used against you have to meet rules of evidence, federal or state. And they also have to pass through a custodian of the records that's certified with personal knowledge of, knowledge of these 2005 debts. Um, they are a lot of times relying on third, fourth party servicing collection companies to create this documents. I think in law school they used to say out of whole cloth, which is another way of saying making it up. There's no support of why you or attorneys, your client, owes this debt based upon loan payment history report. And they call it the loan payment history report for a good reason, so you, it adds credibility, but it lacks any personal knowledge of anybody or credibility or um, evidentiary acceptance. But you're going to get that past a kind of a judge that's like, next. So use my information to crush this really bad actor that's suing people today as we speak. I had a guy call me. He owes today. He owes about 57000 to one of the law firms that sues in, in, here in Michigan today and 40-something, both to NCSLT 2006 to another law firm. So he's in deep. That isn't to say he didn't take those debts, but you, a company can't just come and say, yo, us. and I'll be honest with you, you could be paying those people off because they're suing you, and the real owners could and may eventually come in with their handout. What are you going to do? You're going to sign a release with the two law firms and NCSLT, and also they're going to throw in all these entities that say didn't exist. Suddenly, they're in your release saying, you can't come after us. Uh, that's a funny thing. It's just a mess, and it's fiction. And once again, the little guy is getting crushed. But it's an honest system mess because most of us go, I did take out the loan. Okay, what do I owe? Can I get a deal? Don't, don't see my last video where I talked about how to talk to collection attorneys. The general theme through that is 
Don't pay it unless they prove it. That's a great, don't pay it unless they prove it. I've yet to see in 30 years anybody prove it. If it's a credit loan or a credit, I mean a direct credit you borrowed it from, even that today, I'm going to do my plug, see my videos on securitization, even that is questionable because of securitization. I'm not talking loopholes, man. I'm talking gaping caves and canyons where all these equity firms, same kind of firms or equity fund. If you want, you know, you always see, oh, this guy bought a, um, he bought a football team, this guy. What does he do? He was in equity funds. This is the guy. These are the funds that put all these millions of loans together, squeeze out tons of fees just on putting the stuff together and then put up a bunch of lawyer language to protect themselves, then go buy a football team. Now you're having to pay $50,000 to someone that is long gone and National Collegiate Student Loan Trust. I wish they had a vowel in their name so I could kind of make something funny. Anyway, um, go to, I, I'm going under 30 today. Go to collectionstopper.com. Go to Podcast Plus for my show notes. My show notes, as always, this way you're not subject to having to look at this face again if you can just look at the information I gave you. But I'll add all the stuff I put on the screen right to my show notes. On the Podcast Plus section of the website are National Collegiate Student Loan and other student loan answers that you can use. Free. There's a ton of stuff on there for free. Just go and use it, man, for research, for entertainment, or some really cool stuff on securitization. I keep plugging that because I want people to get really fluent in that information as well as trying to say it. Because it's the new thing with debt collection, man. We are going to end debt collection as we know it. Let's see. Okay. Brian Parker, please like me. I want to be liked. Subscribe. I'm from another part of a kind of a dungeon. I still haven't worked on my house. I was forced in here quickly because a friend of mine wanted my apartment that I was in and it just worked. It's not working for me. So if you see white dust in my hair and stuff, it's not that I'm just old. Um, there we go. No more talking. Like me, subscribe me. If you want anything, just email me. I'll give it to you. I'll give you a couple minutes of my time. I'm creating these classes now to help you out. All right. Thank you very much for your time. Have a good day.